Today, our show is sponsored by Nutrafol. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you are among them, know that you're not alone and there is a solution you can trust to deliver results. Thousands of women have taken back control of their hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol offers targeted formulas for women that are clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. Healthier hair growth takes time. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months of use. Nutrafol is physician-formulated to be 100% drug-free. They use medical-grade botanicals in consistently effective doses so you get the most reliable results. And no matter your stage in life, they have a solution. Nutrafol women's formulation is ideal if you're experiencing thinning hair loss caused by stress, dieting, overstyling, or environmental toxins. Their other formula, Women's Balance, is for additional hormone support for those with thinning hair through menopause. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code SELFIE to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, you get free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code SELFIE. Today's sponsor is EveryPlate. Initially, I thought meal kits had to be expensive, that they were kind of a splurge. But as it turns out, every plate is more affordable than groceries. Their quality ingredients come pre-portioned to help you save money and reduce food waste, you know, like the bag of spinach that I throw out every single week. You can skip the store and let every plate plan, shop, and deliver everything you need to cook a delicious meal at a consistently low price. For me, in the summer, I'd rather be out enjoying the sunshine than cooking. Every plate helps me do just that. Simple, stress-free recipes come together in just six steps and are ready in about 30 minutes or less. You can choose between 17 recipes that change every week and swap proteins and sides to your liking, so you can switch up dinner routines however you want. Every plate helps me experience more of my favorite things in life by saving me time and money, which means more money towards vacations, concerts, the list goes on. You can choose from classic plate, veggie plate, family plate, and easy plate preferences to serve up crowd-pleasing meals night after night. Try every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code SELFIE179. Again, that's $1.79 per meal at everyplate.com with the code SELFIE179. Hey everyone, I'm Sarah James, a beauty blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast about two women trying to tackle better self-care. We are both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet we find it elusive. And while we may have all the info we need, we don't always get there. From the silly to the serious, we are taking a vulnerable yet humorous look at body, mind, and spirit. And maybe a touch of the random, all while looking at the distractions and defenses that keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey guys, well, today we have a sequel to one of our most favorite podcasts of last year, of 2018. It was our second most listened podcast, which was an episode in which I talked with my best friends, my sort of ride or die crew of five other women about friendship. We all gathered again in January, which we do every year, this group of friends, and we had yet another conversation. We took questions from you guys, and we answered questions about going deeper in friendships. So if that is something that you have always wanted in your life, um, I hope you will give it a listen. It was a really interesting conversation. I'm super excited because I haven't heard it yet, so I will be listening along with everyone else. Totally. Very, very cool. It was good. People gave us good questions. So what's happening with you this week? How are you doing? Well, I just, you know, have some first world problems I'd like to complain about. Okay, good. Um, The first is weather related. And I know that you're going to have a lot of sympathy for me in this, (laughs) given that you live in the weather toilet of America. Hashtag weather toilet. But, you know, listen, it's just we're not prepared out here in Southern California for weather outside of the 65 degree to 85 degree window. We're just, we are not, we're not prepared. We don't know what to do. We don't have coats. We don't have the shoes. <laughs> we have beanies mm-hmm. and windbreakers and flip flops. That's, yeah, that's how far we go. Okay. So it's been raining for three straight days. And I mean, dumping. That's, that is pretty insane. 
for your part of the country. It is. It does not and rain I mean, let me, for that long, Let me usually. explain for context for people who've never lived in Southern California. Our schools, our children's schools are outside schools. Like, they don't even eat inside. Everything happens outside. Our roads, our homes, like, everything just floods. Like, we just... We just think it's never going to rain, and then it does, and we're like, what? We don't know what to do. <laughs> so my what? kids are, you know, they're cooped up at school. They're not going outside for lunch, which they just think is the weirdest thing. Like, my kids the other day were like, Mom, did you know at some schools the hallways are inside? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> schools out here are just like little yeah. portables. They're they little like They're little trailer parks of classrooms. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've just, I don't know what to do with inside kids. Like, my kids are outside all day, every day, and I don't know what to do with inside children. I I just am like, just watch five more hours of TV. Yeah. What else could we do if you can't go outside? um, A lot of extra people in your house that you're not used to having in your house all day. And they're just roaming around. They're, like, (laughs) depressed. I think we all have seasonal affective disorder. Like, they're just, like what do we do? And they're laying on the couch. Like, what do we do? And I'm like, I don't know. Can you just go outside even though it's raining? Welcome to this wonderful thing called winter. It's a season that most people have that lasts like four months. And I know. Yeah. I just got like a little weather alert that it's going to be 10 on Saturday. 10. I I, I can't even conceive of that. Well, you know, I just got back from Austin and this is how stupid I am as it pertains to weather. The group of us go to brunch. This is the group that I'm going to chat with at the end of this um, of this of our little update. Um, we went to brunch and we're in the restaurant and I look over and there's like a clothing rack with clothing on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, do they like do photo shoots here or something? And my <laughs> friends are like, Kristen, that's a coat rack. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, okay, that oh. is that that's over the top. That's you quaint. Never what seen a quaint a little rack. a coat rack. What oh, a quaint little God. idea. Life is so hard out there in Southern California. It's just I know. Hard. I just so I know I shouldn't complain, and yet I did yesterday on Facebook, and I just had many people telling me just shut up. Yeah, because... basically I'm gonna do the same and just tell you to pipe down. I know. Down there because, but I will say, having lived there for 12 years, that when it does rain, first of all, rain in California, Southern California is like a couple little like droplets hit the street. It's and it's like they shut down the city. It's kind of ridiculous. But like rains yeah. like this, if it's really hard and going for several days, that's that's not. You guys aren't prepared. I will give you that. Not prepared. We're not. No one knows what to do. No one knows how to drive. Oh, no. Oh, gosh, no. No. But other than that, I'm doing pretty well. I, you know, I, um, it's been a whirlwind. I, I went to Tokyo the day after Christmas, and then I just um, went out and had my trip with my girls, um, with my girlfriends. And then immediately after that, I ended up flying up to be with a friend. There was just kind of a, a tragedy that happened. And so I am just now home, I feel like, for the first time since Christmas. Which is crazy. I feel like I've been going and going and going since Christmas. So I'm a, I'm a little tired. Yeah. I'm a little tired, a little emotional, a little spent. Yes. Well, well um, yeah. I would be too. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Well, um, you might have noticed. So when Kristen and I do these, um, when we do our episodes, we kind of have like a shared document that we're working off of just to like kind of keep us in check and not going off on like random tangents. And you'll probably notice, Kristen, that underneath my um, update, it was blank. It's empty. It's, there's nothing there. There's nothing Does Sarah there. Does Sarah have no update? I do have an update, but I wanted to get your full-on initial reaction for what I'm about to tell you. I didn't want you to oh, this feels like it's it. going to be good. Like you couldn't even give me a preview no. in our shared Google Doc. Like no. you had to like. No. I mean, are you ready for this? This is big. I'm very ready. Kristen Howerton, we got a dog. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I. I'm a, congratulations. <laughs> I don't know okay. how I'm supposed to respond to this. We have to, like, 
explain to people that you and I are probably two of the most dog-averse people on the planet. I mean, not really even just dogs. I'm kind of an animal-averse person. I've never... Well, so am I. Never had a pet, you guys. Let's just think about that for a second. I'm 44 years old, and I've never had a pet. You didn't have dogs as a kid? I did have dogs as a kid. No, I have never had a... We had a hamster. My mom put him on top (laughs) of the dryer and turned it on on accident, and he, like, died of overheating or something. That is, like, my extensive... Oh, my gosh. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like we have, we don't have the dog yet. So, like, yet. was this pre-planned? Was this premeditated? Yes. Was this an impulse buy? No, this has been, I have been researching, you know me, I have been researching of dogs you have. and breeds and training probably for two years because I told myself. You probably have a, a very big dossier um, <laughs> I of do. research. I do. It's like a whole Google tab of all different links. But, um I really wanted the kids to have a dog, and but I didn't want it to happen before they were, like, they needed to be independent and older. So, like, we kind of hit this point. My youngest is eight, and we started talking about dogs pretty seriously about five or six months ago. You know, Derby's a tween, and so he's just whatever. I mean, he's just very sullen about, what well, okay, dog, whatever. But, you know, Malou's pretty excited. Anyway, so, um, but I was still like, you know what? It's going to be like the right moment. Like the right thing's going to happen. I'm not going to force this issue. And I really wasn't in any hurry to get one. And then uh, good friends of ours that live a couple streets down, they got um, a standard poodle about two months ago <laughs> named Bobby. That's what the breeder named him. Good old, she's, her name is Bobby with an I. And yes. um, this is the most well-behaved just the, the the most wonderful dog. I'm just in love with this dog. And Poodles have really good personalities. They, yeah, super smart, very o- obedient. Um, but I was still, you know, I'm like, I love your dog. You know, they, they're hyperallergenic. They don't shed. It's basically my dream dog. Um, so the interesting thing was like, well, there's a breeder that lives about one hour out of the city. And the, the mother of these dogs is a service dog. And the father, um, they're just these two really amazingly well-behaved poodles. And they've created three or four litters. And I think 70% of these dogs have gone on to be service dogs. So they're just, they're a very mild-mannered bunch um, because the mom is very stern, like from the get-go with these little puppies. So anyway, we went there a couple weeks ago. We met the puppies we put a deposit down for a male standard poodle, and um, we are supposed to get the poodle at the end of February, uh, but I finagled my way. I was I am actually traveling a lot in March, so I approached the breeder and was like, would you keep the dog until it's three months old because I'm traveling a lot, and <laughs> Lord knows I'm going to be the one that takes care of this dog. I mean, that's why the decision took to so long. I will be the one oh, totally. with the dog. I'm, I'm the one at home all the time. Exactly. So anyway, she said, no problem. So we're not getting the dog until April 1st when the dog is three months old. And she's like, we'll pretty much have him leash trained and house trained at that point. Of course, we'll have to train him in our own home to know where to go in the backyard. But I'm kind of pumped about that situation because it kind of like rules out the whole early three months of the crying dog at night. And I don't, Uh, I'm done. Like I've had babies. I've done the like no sleeping thing. I don't want it. So, yeah, like I am going to be a dog owner. Here we go. Wow. And they grow to be, you know, 60, 70 pounds. Like when they're on their hind lanes, they're, they're, they'll be A standard poodle can be really big. Yeah. yeah. And these, and I've seen, I mean, obviously I've seen the parents. They're big, but it's a, it's a red poodle. Oh my gosh. So cute. Oh my gosh. So oh, cute. that's oh my gosh. pretty. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I did not expect that, Sarah. I, know. I would not have guessed that. I know. Who am I? Who am I? I don't know. Well, you're your dog mom. I'm now. a dog owner now. So that's my update. I've just been on YouTube watching 17,000 videos on how to house train a dog, how to keep a dog from <laughs> chewing, how to how to how to develop a service dog. I mean, it's my new project. You know that I am a huge fan of Audible books, and we are both trying to be listening more. Um, listening to audiobooks is a great inspirational, motivational way um, of reading books, and this is one of our favorite sponsors, Audible. It's something I already use and love. 
Yes, if you guys aren't familiar, Audible gives you access to a huge selection of audiobooks on everything from self-help, modern fiction, motivational books, thrillers, memoirs, and now they have these Audible originals, which makes the selection way more custom, made for members themselves. Um, even though I am usually a non-fiction girl, I have been enjoying some fiction lately, like I just said, and I just finished The Snow Child, and it was so, so good. If you guys are looking for a fiction book. It's set in Alaska. It is just beautiful. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So an Audible membership gives you three titles every month. You get one audiobook and two Audible originals, and the originals are really good. They're by authors that you recognize, um, and you can't hear them anywhere else. Members also get access to exclusive audio fitness programs to start the new year off on the right foot. You can listen on any device, anytime, anywhere, at home, at the gym, on your commute, or just whenever you're on the go. You'll also enjoy easy audiobook exchanges, rollover credits, and an audiobook library that you keep forever, even if you cancel. Yes, it's great. So you can get started with a 30-day trial. Go to audible.com slash selfie, or you can text selfie to 500-500 to get started. So again, that's audible a-u-d-i-b-l-e dot com slash selfie or text selfie to 500 500 all right well we're going to dive into this conversation i had with my friends and i want to do a quick introduction of who is on this um and if you are not familiar and you want to know what the heck we're talking about, we did this at our gathering last year and recorded it onto the podcast. So if you want to hear more about the origin story of this group of friends, that is on the friendship episode of Selfie episode 21, which will be linked up in the show notes of this episode. You don't have to listen to that first. It might just give some interesting context once you've listened to this one. So this is a chat with Jen Hatmaker. She's an author and speaker. She wrote... Um, for the Love and of Mess and Moxie. Um, it's also with Jamie Wright. She is the author of a very funny and poignant book called The Very Worst Missionary. It's with Sarah Bessie, who wrote Jesus Feminist and Out of Sorts, and my friend Tara Livesay, who is a midwife who runs Heartline Haiti Maternity Center in Haiti. She's a total badass. Now, our group is rounded out by a sixth member, Sarah Goodfellow, who, Sarah, you also know, um, yes. but Sarah Goodfellow um, refuses to join us on our <laughs> recorded chats, which I love. She's like, you know what? Not doing I it. I have no interest or time for this. So <laughs> I love it. But Sarah Goodfellow is a mom of four, and she um, does safe families, so she is often taking in kids who are in need of shelter. Um, and she and her husband also started the Peru arm of Crochet Kids. So yes. it's a great group of women. And this is really us just chatting about how we went deeper in our friendship together. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. And one of the questions we got a lot was around kind of doing a deeper dive with your friends. So a lot of you had asked, because we, we're very vocal about the fact that we we um, dive in with each other, we ask each other hard questions, we confront each other, we challenge each other. Yeah. And some of you have asked, how do you do that? How, how do you do that? How do you resolve those feelings around that? Um, and how do you move your friendships into that if they're at a more surface level? So I thought we could talk about that a little bit. I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think it starts with some one person being brave enough to say a big scary thing. Oh, that's, that's true. Like one person has to be brave enough to mm-hmm. lay something out there that they're kind of afraid to say out loud or that they, you know, that's risky. And um, then everybody else has to follow along. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really happens when everybody is saying deep, meaningful, and risky things in a group mm-hmm. and kind of, and just take, taking mm-hmm. that, being vulnerable and, mm-hmm. and scared. Yeah. And, and, but yeah. once, you, once you cross that boundary, it's like there's no going back. Yeah. No, if, if only for blackmail purposes. There's <laughs> and I think um, in terms of vulnerability with friends, it doesn't always work. And I think it is, point. it's really one of those things you can't force it. Um, you can't especially force vulnerability with a friend who's not interested in going there. And there's a lot of people that aren't, mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of people that aren't. Yeah. And, and in fact, even within this group, we had some people that were not interested in that, you know, yeah. and that net. You know, those and in a lot of ways, they almost like off. remove themselves or right. kind of like fall away and just you know with blessing and with good right. goodwill and like no hard friendship, feelings. no hard feelings. But that's not, not everybody's ready at. for the intensity level, right? And so I think in even in just re- you know regular life one on one situations, it's like you you put yourself out there and it's and it's um, 
it, it feels like asking someone if they like you, like you. <laughs> and um, you like me like that. <laughs> and like Jamie said, you put out the vulnerable thing, and if you put that out there and they don't reciprocate, then you go, okay, this isn't the friend that's going to go deep mm -hmm. with me. Mm -hmm. This friend is not there. And then you keep looking for the friend who's interested in going deep. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to say this. I think that the friends that go deep with you like that might not be your fun friends, and they oh, might not point. be your... Um, school mom friends or, or, or your you know, daily friends that you see yes. like every single day yes. like we all live everywhere yes mm -hmm. so that friend might meet that singular particular purpose right. of going deep yeah there's and, different types of friends yes. that you have like I have friends that I see every single day but then I have I mean every every friendship has a different you right. can't expect everybody to be doing the same thing or meeting the same need or even that you will have all of your needs met in one person right like, I, we go deep with each other, but then I have friends that I think are funny, that are right. different than right. you guys. Right. But we're but are funny. They funny? Are they funny? Are they funny? Like, I have funny I friends. I have funny friends. friends. Sorry, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I what? have pretty friends. Right. <laughs> then I also have interesting friends. I have nice that friends. I live like, by. smart ones. You guys, right. are, you guys are my deep friends. <laughs> you know, one other thing to add on to before we move off of that, um, because there was some variation of this question given to us 100 times in the yeah. last two days. It yeah. takes time. So a lot of people are saying, gosh, you know, how do you jump, jump into the deep end with each other? But you're looking at year seven. Yeah. yeah. So you can't right. expect um, a new friendship or a young friendship or one that's sort of, sort of still in probation mm -hmm. to necessarily deliver the depth um, up front that you may end up with at, on year three. Yeah. Um, and so there is something to be said for staying the course. Mm -hmm. uh, again, it's not always going to work. Sometimes you just sort of part ways amply and realize this isn't really going to, this isn't going to be the thing I was looking for. But it, you might be surprised what develops. Our main mode of connection is Voxer. Every day. S Every seven day. days yeah. a week. Yeah. <clears throat> seven days a week for all these years. And so and that matters. We'll do, sometimes it'll just be a pulse check. If I were to, to jump in and say something and no one answered for a day, I don't immediately, oh my gosh, they they're don't not, care about they don't me. care, they're right. not listening. We have an right. agreement that when, when we're able to listen, we'll listen, and we give each other lots of grace on the fact mm -hmm. that it might take two or three days before we all circle back around and talk to each other. In super, super practical terms. We talked a lot about skincare on the show, and specifically tretinoin. If you're not familiar, it's a retinoid, which is an active vitamin A derivative that's used to improve the texture, tone, and appearance of the skin. Today's sponsor, Dear Brightly, has a product called Night Shift, and tretinoin is the active ingredient in Night Shift. This is the only FDA-approved retinoid for treating photoaging, which is premature skin aging due to long-term sun exposure. Tretinoin stimulates collagen production to prevent and treat signs of premature skin aging from years of sun damage, things like fine lines and wrinkles, dark spots, uneven skin tone, and big pores. Tretinoin can only be acquired through a prescription, but it's 20 times more potent than the over-the-counter retinol products. It's one of the most well-researched ingredients with over 50 years of research behind it for both acne and photoaging. I had a chance to try Night Shift, and I'm really liking it. I have the unfortunate experience of having both breakouts and wrinkles at the same time, and it's great for both. I have seen my fine lines decreasing. I've seen my skin tone looking better, and it feels really nice. If you've used an over-the-counter retinol before, you know it's really great, but a dermatology-grade retinoid is even better. Night Shift is their dermatologist-formulated serum that's tailored to your skin by doctors online. Dear Brightly works by you first of all starting by sharing your skin story with them, then a doctor evaluates your skin and your skin history. They then tailor your formula and write a prescription, if applicable, and your tailored serum will be delivered to you in the mail. It's super simple and easy. Head to www.dearbrightly.com and enter the promo code SELFIE to get 15% off your first order, which is their very best offer for anywhere. That's S-E-L-F-I-E to get 15% off your first order at dearbrightly.com. So when I was a teen learning to shave my legs, my mom did not do me any favors by buying me really cheap disposable razors. If you grew up in as a teen in the 90s, you know the ones and they left nicks and cuts all over me when I was trying to shave. So 
With two girls learning how to shave their legs right now, I am committed to making sure that they have good quality razors. Guys, I was probably well into my 30s before I realized the difference a quality razor makes. Today's sponsor is Athena Club. They have great razor kits that we have been using in our house for a couple months. The razor blades are awesome. They are surrounded by this water-activated serum that has shea butter and hyaluronic acid, so you get a silky smooth shave that actually leaves your skin soft and hydrated as opposed to stripped dry. And their blades are spaced out to let hair and shave cream pass through easily so you don't have to make a ton of passes going over and over the skin to remove the hair. Fewer passes means less irritation to your skin, which cuts down on razor burn and ingrown hairs. The razor kit is only $9 with free shipping and it comes with two blade cartridges, a cute little magnetic hook for your shower storage, and your choice of a handle color. I personally chose the coral. But what I really like about it is they have a ton of different colors, black, white, pastel neon. So if you have a big family like mine, everyone can have the razor in their own color so you don't get them confused. What I also love about Athena Club, you guys know I love automating things. You never have to worry about dull blades because they send refills on your schedule. You just choose how often you want them and they will send them automatically with free shipping. I would also highly recommend their cloud shave foam too. It's insanely thick and stays on while you shave so you don't have to reapply. It leaves your skin feeling very moisturized. It's really, really good. If you want to try a great quality razor that cuts down on the wastefulness of disposable razors, try Athena Club Razor Kit. You can get 20% off your first order at athenaclub.com with the promo code SELFIE. That's A-T-H-E-N-A-C-L-U-B.com with the promo code SELFIE for 20% off. I think that the deeper, like the depth started when you're really good at this, Sarah, you're really good at this, that when certain people will say things like, I'm wondering if we can talk about mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> like mm-hmm. some theology or yeah. you guys, this might not be a popular opinion, but uh-huh. I hated that book or like yeah. whatever it is, it, there is a sense of like, we're going to ease into this and good now point. we don't have to ease in anything. But there was yeah. a very yeah. practical sense of like, some of you are really good at just kind of engaging, just gently engaging mm. in deeper conversations. Here's a related question is, People are asking how we jump into the loving ass kicking. I, I will, I'll start on that by saying, first, you have to build the credibility. You mm-hmm. can't jump into that kind mm-hmm. of a friendship. You have to have, I mean, you know, not to use a trite metaphor, but you have to have filled that well mm-hmm. for you, you know, mm-hmm. of, of just, a, yeah, affirmation and, and yeah. knowing that we love each other and that kind of a thing. But what I would say about that is our loving ass kicking, I mean, 99% of the time, is one of us confronting someone about them not fully seeing their worth, yeah, that's actually um, true. believing lies, um, believing false mm-hmm. narratives, yep. um, shortchanging themselves yep. or their identity, mm-hmm. um, or sometimes it's that Our we... Our own unhealthiness. We yes. call each other on unhealthy behaviors. Absolutely. Sure. Yep. Or we know that someone has a dream and they're not doing it, and, yep. and so we go like, okay, we're going to clear the path right. for you to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. But how do you feel like we... Yeah. we are able to be like that with one another without it causing strife or... Well, I think that it, it was exactly what you said in that we build the credibility, but there is such a long runway uh-huh. and it's so that even by the time we get to a little bit of ass-kicking, and I mean, we all know that like the best girlfriends are like equal parts, mm-hmm. right? That you've got to have like, so much cheerleading and, and having each other's back and loyalty and standing up for one another that even by the time we get to the point where you're like, okay, we need to have a hard conversation and we're going to do it in front of everybody... Mm-hmm. Um, the way that we approach that is genuinely from a sense of love. Like mm-hmm. I have never felt more loved in my life than when you guys call me on my crap right. mm-hmm. because somebody mm-hmm. does love me enough mm-hmm. to say that and to be able to have those hard conversations. You end up feeling more deeply loved and not threatened mm-hmm. because somebody actually says you're wrong and you know what, here's where we're going to go and mm-hmm. here's what we need to do and here's how you need to shift and what, mm-hmm. how can we support mm-hmm. you in that. And then you follow up a few days later and are like, okay, yeah. how are we doing on all of this? <laughs> it's the worst. It is. <laughs> but, you know, I think about last night. We sat in the living room last night, and there was a, a fair amount of loving ass-kicking going on in the room. Mm-hmm. I call it bossing. Bossing is fair. <laughs> You're, there's no lie there. Yeah. Sarah is um, the boss of me. But <laughs> at every single point, there was not one moment where it did not feel so like, the reason that I'm saying this is because I love I, we love you so much, mm-hmm. and we have your highest good in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. No, there's not even a, there's never a doubt yeah. that that's the thing, and Absolutely. that's very felt, so it's not like mm-hmm. passive-aggressive. 
It isn't veiled no um, um, judgment, mm -hmm. jealousy. Like we, jealousy. It's none of that. Insecurity. None of that exists. Yeah. And, and so, it's not ultimatum either. It's I love you no matter what. Yeah. yeah. You, this is what I think you should do. Yeah. If you and choose if you differently, don't, I love and support that's you. Exactly. Absolutely. There's that's never true. a lack of that's like fair. support. Yeah. Someone asked this, which is somewhat related to this one. How you know? How do you feel brave enough and ready to accept this? You know this kind of a relationship and I to me I think you have to decide that you want it in your life mm -hmm. um, that that is the kind of friendship you want because not everybody does and I think I think that there's this idea floating around that um, you shouldn't worry about what anybody else thinks of you like other people's opinions of me are not my business mm -hmm. and in, in my opinion while I that's a nice kind of broad brush to paint I appoint specific people in my life whose opinion actually really matters to right. me. Right. Who can see me more clearly than I can see myself. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we get bogged down in our own anxieties and our own irrational thoughts about ourselves and our imposter syndrome and what, blah, blah, blah. And so I think if you live in that space of, you know, people that you really trust and admire that you want to hand over saying, actually, your opinion absolutely matters. Mm -hmm. And even if it's negative, I want the feedback and I want to hear it. Mm -hmm. All right, how do we make this happen every year no matter what? I, uh -huh. I block off my calendar. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we organize childcare. My whole family kind of steps in. My mom is with my youngest today. Like everybody kind of gathers around it. And I think part of the reason why they prioritize it um, is because they see that it has mattered in my life. Yes. Yeah. That I'm a better wife, I'm a better mom, I'm a better writer, I'm a better leader. I am better in, in every other aspect of my life because of you broads. <laughs> and so then everybody's invested. My husband's right. like, please go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. My children, you know, like you come home, like, and even from a work perspective, like I come home with clarity, I come home with focus, I come home with goals, I come home knowing where I'm going and how I feel less, you know, uh, cloudy, I guess is the best way to put that. And so, and then you feel strengthened and we have another year ahead, but I mean, there's sacrifices for sure. Totally. It's, and it's not just our sacrifices, right. it's not just financial sacrifices, it's sacrifices from all the people who love us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we do that for them as well, right? Mm -hmm. Right. It's, it's part of relationships. And we do keep it cheap. We, we keep we it cheap. It, yeah. It's at a, at a home that's one of our house houses. Yeah. yeah. And we, you know, we look for, we kind of bump, have bumped it a little further into January to get cheaper airfare. Yeah. We keep it as low key as we can. We eat at home we primarily. Cook. Yeah. 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 We cook well, so at home. That was a question. Mm -hmm. Do you all take turns cooking? How do you handle the food while you're there? Mm. Well, <laughs> we have a, we have a system. We, have a chef. we do have a system. <laughs> so here's the deal. I've hosted the last three years, right? Or yeah. is it four? Yeah. Four. This is the, this is the fourth year in a row that we've been central? here. Um, it's because I have one million children, so I have beds. And, um, <clears throat> and so, it's pretty central for both of us. Yeah. It's central. When we first started, yes. Sarah Goodfellow was in Peru, Peru. Mm -hmm. Terrace in Haiti. I'm up just outside of Vancouver. You're here in Austin, and then we have two in California, yeah. and so Austin felt very central for all of us to try to get exactly to. Exactly true. Um, and so because my friends all pay for flights to get here, and I already live here, then they also pay the time in travel, which, I mean, for Sarah, it is a, it's a full day mm -hmm. of travel on either side. And so I feel like it's a very fair exchange. So I, I buy and I cook all the food. So that's my both monetary investment and time investment. And of course, you know, I love it. So, and we love I mean, it and we love let's it. Let's not we twist my arm. It's just be honest. a I working mean, system. I feel like I would take over <laughs> any one of your kitchens as yes. well, yes. but it works out wonderfully and I love it. So I feel like it usually works like not always not a foolproof system. For example, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> I'm just going to say, you got, you know, call a thing, a thing. I'm going to call a thing, a thing, call a thing, a thing. Like okay. Ayanna tells us our patron say, our Ayanna. patron say, Ayanna. Yes. <laughs> Um, I said to the girls, I know that I've cooked for you now for four years, but just as a reminder, just a refresher, as I'm making grocery lists and making meal planning, just is there any uh, allergies, for example, or preferences even, dislikes, just things that you just can't abide by? Nope. None. <laughs> Love everything. <laughs> Make us all the food. And so I, I pull a delicious honey walnut shrimp recipe because yummy. <laughs> and they start dropping like flies. Oh, I'm not eating shrimp. Oh, I hate shrimp. I can't have shrimp. Not oh. all of us. 
some of us, some of Jamie Wright eats everything, I and I do appreciate that about you. You really do. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just saying sometimes your friends lie, and <laughs> so you need to build in some more truth and trust somewhere. And, but... and forgiveness. And forgiveness. Okay. We're going to work through this, guys. We're going to work on it. It'll, we'll get So there. anyway, that's we'll how it works there. for us. However, Kristen had a great idea that we were talking about employing for next year as we're looking at um, changing this up, which is everybody bring your best meal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. everybody's in charge of one meal mm-hmm. and it's like your, it's your A game. You know, yeah. it's your mm-hmm. all-star recipe, which is a really, really fun idea. Cause like Jamie bakes, she's okay. dessert and mm-hmm. pies and things mm-hmm. that I don't have any concept of dessert. My idea of dessert for these girls is I got six pints of Ben and Jerry. Which ben we weren't sad. Also works. We I'm just sad. saying. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how we do it. All right. Um, guess each other's love languages. So let's go down the road. Will you remind me what they are? Oh, what are the words of affirmation? Yeah. Acts of service. Words of affirmation. Acts of service. Quality time. Quality time, affection, affection. Yeah. Yes. And, gifts. and gifts. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. gosh. This is. I weird. just pulled I that out of like a uh, evangelical Sarah from the yeah. 90s. Exactly. <laughs> there it is. Let's guess Sarah's. Okay, let's yeah. go down the road. Okay. 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 Like, so we're gonna guess Sarah's for Sarah. Is, yes. I would guess words about. So would I. You are right. Yes. Okay. Yep. Let's Tara? talk about Sarah. Physical touch. Mm, I'm guessing words of affirmation. Quality time. 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 That's Tara. She needs time. So I feel very loved these four days of the year. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> Do you also score high on physical touch? No. You don't? That's Troy. Maybe that's what I'm so thinking. I've learned. Maybe that's, that's maybe what I'm <laughs> These thinking. These are things that we learn over okay. the years. <laughs> What's Kristen's words of affirmation? I'm going to say, I'm acts going between acts of service and gifts. But acts of service, okay, for sure. All right, uh, which is my how which I which is a form, yeah, which is how I you love us. You've been doing the dishes all weekend. That's true. Well, that's a good point. I remember hearing once that like how you love everybody else is actually yours, and yeah. I was thinking about how like you're always washing dishes. That's true. Yeah. You're always doing things for all of us. You're serving constantly. That's true. So that's, that's a good point, Jamie's. Jamie's. It's got to be. Quality. Yeah, I'm gonna say quality time. Maybe physical um, touch. It, it's probably. Physical touch. Okay. Jamie doesn't hug. Away from me, Satan. No. 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 I'm uncomfortable now. Right. You're in my bubble. She doesn't even want to be in this because she has so close to me. Like a Jamie sandwich. She's so happy. Yes, Jamie. I'm the meat in the sandwich. Probably time and words are probably tied. So this is great for me. Like a few days away with you guys telling me awesome things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think yours is words it of is. affirmation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And I would think that would be yours because that's often a threes um, I know, language. right? I know. Tell me more about me. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like productivity, so if someone does something for me that, like, moves things along. Oh, that's true, too. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. You're if right. Someone... All right. Here's um, a more personal one. I want to know how everyone's doing really. 2018 was a hell year for several in the group with some major life changes. Mm. Are y'all okay? <laughs> that's really, really precious. That's really nice. Yeah, Should we go, somebody. like, go? We can start on that at this time. Let's talk about who kind of had a bad year and has kind of emerged. Or a hard year. Or one that would be a hard year. Well, I think, it's, I think that that's just it. I mean, at a certain point, you recognize that everybody's dealing with big stuff every year. There's mm-hmm. nothing really precious or, you know, particularly mm-hmm. unique about that. I think that everybody who's watching can probably say the same thing about their 2018 or their 2017. Mm-hmm. Some years yeah. are simply more challenging than others, and they're often very unique, you know, mm-hmm. to your own circumstances. I mean, my health took a big hit this That's year. Right. For those of you mm-hmm. who don't know, I had a, a major car accident about two years ago, and so it's had big changes in terms of my health and my body and my work and vocation. And honestly, I think probably the best way to say how am I doing is is actually remarkably well and I think the reason why is because of days like this mm-hmm. and relationships like this and my family and everything else. I don't know how you I don't know how I would have navigated all of the grief and the loss um, without you. Hmm. So. And I think part of the reason that this works so well is that we can be honest with each other when we're really in the dumps and mm-hmm. help pull, sure. pull one another out yeah. and pray each other through that and yeah. Yeah, I I stopped drinking about 70 days ago because I was starting to medicate and these guys all offered to not drink this week if it, that would help me, which it's not it's not what where I am, but it's just fascinating to realize, I mean, if you have a really great group of people that would say to you, "We're all going to party for 4 days, but we'll party the way you need to party." Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. that level of commitment and friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great example. Um, I had a really bad 2017, um, went through a divorce and then 2018 was sort of the emotional fallout of it where I had, in 2017, I had gotten through all, like 
you know, filing the divorce and moving out and all that. And then 2018, my body and my brain went like, we're still here and we're upset (laughs) and we're mad and just kind of rebelled against me. And so this was a year of some real extreme anxiety for me. And, um, but I will say that I am doing better and I think I'm on an upward trajectory, but it was, it was a dark year Mm. for me Mm -hmm. this year. I had a a weird year. Mm. 2017 was, was extra hard. Um, because I began divorce proceedings in 2017, which are still happening. Um, and that's been rough, but uh, this this year for me, I would say it's been like personally, I've I've pulled back in a lot of like public spaces and leaned in in a lot of personal spaces, mm-hmm. and it's that's been awesome. Good. Yeah, like that's it's been, been really good, so good. And and um, you know, there's been difficulties like normal stuff, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. overall, I think I'm like pretty great. I think you so are too. pretty great. Yeah. It's, it's you are I'm pretty fun. great. I'm excited about 2019. I think that's the fun thing, too, in friendships as you last over the years, is you begin to realize that we all will have that. That's right. And we we get to rejoice Mm -hmm. and and be even more happy when things are, like, my secondhand joy over Jamie's life is is (laughs) almost commensurate to how I would feel for my own Yes. (laughs) And it is so fun to have this space where I'm just like, you guys, guess what? I'm so happy. Things and, well, I think that's yeah. what's fun about a really good friendship group is that you get to have a place where you get to be unapologetically sad and mm-hmm. low and, and discouraged and upset, mm-hmm. but also a place you get to like shamelessly brag, brag. about everything totally. that's amazing yes. and good and strong that you're good at, mm-hmm. that nobody's holding you back from being as happy as you are. I we do that say that really to a lot unique. too. Yeah. We'll, we'll come in and say, I need a place to brag and this is it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing. Totally. I'm like, oh. exactly. It's so fun when somebody else has totally. something to brag about. I love it. So great. Yeah, I'm kind this. of like you girls. For me, 2017 was really low. Oh, that was a hard year for us. It was. It's a group. And I just, that was a pit. And thank goodness for you girls. Oh, my gosh. So I, for me, 2018 was also an emerging, uh, res- just kind of a healing year. A restoring. Lots of stuff was renewed for me. And. Mm-hmm. redeemed in wonderful ways I didn't see coming and so I feel good this year. I feel better this year we have our other challenges there's other things there's never nothing right. no, there's, there's never, 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 nothing. never a dull moment there's never a dull mm-hmm. moment but we we really saw each other through a really rough 2017 so mm-hmm. it feels wonderful just to sometimes be happy that's yeah. fine yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cute mm-hmm. <clears throat> well on a lighter note favorite author mm-hmm. Hmm. That is really one? hard. That's, That's so very hard. hard to ask a bunch of writers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just say this. I'll just throw it out because it's an easy one. Because dive into genre and all that would be challenging. But I, probably my favorite author is David Spiris. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. that's oh, definitely good. He's yeah. just uh, so good. He's, he's just unmatched. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. There, yeah, he's unequal. So There's no one like him. He pioneered. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. makes me blubber cry yeah. laughter tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm reading David Sedaris on a plane, I'm embarrassing myself. Absolutely. Like there's, yeah, for sure. Yeah. David Sedaris, one of these days. You oh should. my gosh, Sarah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say right now. Who even no. are you? Or even just are you with How are we friends? Listen I don't to know. Him. I know. That's the worst. Listen to him is right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to kick it back and say I still love Jane Austen. Still holding mm-hmm. strong with Jane Austen. Um, another old school. I love Amy Tan. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Um, I really love Wally Lamb. I was gonna say that. Yeah. Were you? Mm-hmm. Wally Lamb. I, I don't read me as out. much. I don't read as much <laughs> as the rest of these guys, but um, I really love Wally Lamb. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. my life's not depressing. I like to read depressing things. Right. Uh, see, <laughs> I don't love depressing writers. So I have no angst. I just want to read about it. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel Other smug people. and happy. Sure. I don't have a. I could not say Pretty this is my favorite writer, yeah. and I'm so forgetful. Yeah. I read books. That I love. Them. I couldn't tell you the titles or the mm-hmm. authors. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of reading and like, I read a lot of novels. I read a lot of spiritual memoir, which I guess makes sense since mm-hmm. that's your genre. my lane. Um, love a lot of nonfiction. I think probably my, the one who's probably shaped me the most in terms of how I write or how I show up in that space has probably been um, Barbara Brown Taylor, mm-hmm. uh, Madeline Langell, probably going all the way back. Um, to most of her nonfiction work, not even. I love her fiction work as well. All right, on the topic of books, do you share books or writing drafts with one another? How do you coach books out of each other? Well, first of all, I want to say that not all of us are writers. Right. No. Um, Although everybody on this couch writes, Tara writes a actually, lot online. Not all of us write books. Yeah. 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 All like, of us. Write. I love writing. I don't like I'm, the book thing. Scares me. So. Yeah. yeah. And I just should, pray for them. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's just it. I mean, we we worked our way through. We, like, we helped each other 
create book ideas. Oh my gosh. We help form proposals. Mm-hmm. We throw ideas in the pot and we say, here's what you need to write, here's what you don't. Mm-hmm. We help each other discern what it is that we actually want to write. Mm-hmm. We help each other part the weeds if we're feeling like we're overwhelmed by too many words and too many ideas. Totally. Mm-hmm. We help each other find our audiences. We help each other titles. refine titles. We, titles. we mm-hmm. structure. I mean, we don't, we do a lot of work on the pre-work of a book and the um, structure of a book. And particularly, we do a lot of work with each other around marketing and positioning books. Mm-hmm. We don't read each other's drafts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, mm-hmm. right? I can't or think of only a time. pieces of it. Well, yeah. we forced yeah. you into it yesterday, the yeah. two of you. Yeah. Well, you know what? I have to say, it's funny because we're talking about vulnerability, and we were saying last night how showing someone your unfinished oh, work feels really naked, and like that's maybe the step of vulnerability we haven't taken. <laughs> it's no, really. just like no, we're no, still no. a little protective of like. Let's oh, talk I about the idea, but I don't want to be like right. here it is. Although yeah. you gave us your you intro did. in a chapter yesterday, I did give you that was new territory. That was very new territory. I'm still a little afraid. Yeah, but I think that's it's super fun though to be with women who are ambitious and smart and are interested in leaning hard into. Um, your professional life, mm-hmm. because I think a lot of times people will have certain, and again, it's fine to have different friend groups for different areas of your life, mm-hmm. but having the overlap of both personal deep friendships and also professional, wise, mm-hmm. yes. brilliant, strategic thinkers is pretty rare, I, I think, think so too. and it's a lot of fun. God, we love it. Right. On weekends like this, how much time do you spend talking about hard stuff versus fun girl fluff? There is no distinction. I 50, agree. 50. No. I mean, it's it is. 50-50. And it weaves in and out. Yeah. It does. There, the, even the hard stuff, we're still, we might be crying one second and laughing the next. Yeah. There is no. But, but I will say this. We do set intentions for some of the deep stuff. Like, mm-hmm. as we were getting ready to, to, last week or so, in our sort of Voxer space, uh, a handful of us would say, this is a thing I want to talk about at some point. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This is, a, I want to dedicate mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. of time to mm-hmm. us discussing yeah. blah. Yeah. I'm bringing this, and I'm going to put it in front yeah. of you, and I want yeah. you all to take a run at That's it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we I've, save things. We oh, I'm going to fill you in on this. We, yes. Yeah, we did that, too. Yeah. Got yeah. something to tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so we sort of set intentions early on, because you can, you, can, you can lose time oh, yeah. if you're not quite careful. Yeah. So yeah, you like can last ch- night, we, chat before day we finished dinner, and we're like, Business. everybody gather. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to handle some stuff. And so I think that's good, and... Nobody gets out of that. So once you say, I've got a real, I've got a real struggle with a thing that I want to talk to you about. We are like, well, we're like elephants never forgetting. Yeah. Like, remember that one time you said that? <laughs> and then the person mm-hmm. on the hot seat will be like, I think that's enough. And then we'll be like, no, uh-huh. we're not done. Every time. We're going to just keep on. Every time. Actually, yep. you know what? I'm fine. I don't yeah. need to talk mm-hmm. about it. Change my mind. Tell us more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Circling back to you. <laughs> but nor do we... Um, Pish posh, the, the absurd parts. Mm-hmm. Like we also knew for a fact, just like last year, we were going to sit and watch the Golden Globes from the red carpet yeah. to the in it to yeah, the finish, yeah. and yeah. we did. So yeah. it's all in, and it all counts. Yeah, none of it's even more important than the other. No. We also spend a lot of time in silence. Oh, good no, point. I mean, that's a good we point. We also good kind point. of like retreat into our own mm-hmm. spaces. Yeah. Just off and on throughout yeah. the weekend. Throughout the yeah, throughout our four days together. Mm-hmm. I think especially because most of us identify, I think, as introverts. Every I think one of us. Yeah, every one of us identifies as introverts. And so part of what makes the conversation so rich is that we take breaks to recharge. Mm-hmm. So we'll take time to like I worked on my book a lot yesterday morning and Kristen was working on a other project and Sarah was reading okay. and someone else maybe go go have a nap. And so because we respect that space, mm-hmm. we're able to come back together and actually have energy for it. Yeah. Right. And that happens naturally. Yeah. Nobody's like, okay, break time. No. It's just, all of a sudden no. we drift all of a sudden we're like, just yeah. like, we're oh, done talking. No yeah. more words. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. really organic. Very quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite show right now? Mm. For me, We've it's about this. Great. Grace and Frankie is my favorite yeah. show Grace right and now Frankie. because Grace I'm in that, I'm starting that stage of life and it's very hilarious to have, yeah. to mm-hmm. see perimenopause and menopause mocked. Oh, yeah. they, I mean, yeah. they mock it in a fine way because it's, it's a hilarious it is change. It is. Well, we're all pretty devoted to Shit's Creek. Yeah. We it's are. My, yeah, it's my favorite. favorite. Forever. Shit's Creek forever. It's yeah, absolutely sure. my favorite. Absolutely my favorite show. Of all Did time. you see on Twitter this morning that the new season um, debuted today in Canada? Yes, not I here. Know. I didn't know Canada got this is like literally Wait, the so one thing. This is like it? literally the one thing that I get before all of you. That's true. Yeah, it's so great. Um, I am. I I think I'm the one 
lone person who still watches The Bachelor. Yeah, you they are judge alone. me for it. Oh, no, Sarah Dipolo watches it. Oh, Sarah Dipolo yeah. watches it with me. I, I would not say it's my favorite show. I would say it's the show that gives like gives me schadenfreude and I feel better about myself <laughs> when I watch it. And you it. watch it with your girlfriends. And, and it's I watch it with girlfriends, yeah, but I still yeah. like it. And then I am like super into um, 60 Days In, which is when regular people go into the prison and they I've live as prisoners that. for you 60 days. You watch a lot more days. reality oh TV. Gosh, like, I've never heard of that. so stressful. Uh, I watch so a lot awful. of like, my favorite shows will British. come out like every two years and there will be six episodes. Like Downton? Yeah, like oh, Downton mini- used to be. Like but I like, mini-series. you know, like Doctor Who and Call the Midwife yeah, yeah. and Full Dark and, you know, all those kinds of, mm-hmm. all the, everything that's on PBS is the stuff I love. It so is. It so is. It's so funny. I'm the only one that watches all the creepy murder shows. Yeah. I love, I mean, I just watch gross things all the time. But, um, and so none of these are, like, it's not my favorite, but I just finished um, You, which is new on Netflix, and I found it highly entertaining. It was a really good what book as well. What was the one well. you were telling us about this morning? And, with um, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Like, okay. That's the it's, select a ending. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Choose Your Own Adventure on Netflix, and I found it really brilliant and interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, creepy and scary. But, yeah. I'm, my constitution, as you've mentioned, as Miss Congeniality, is too tender. Yeah. I can't handle the dark and the scary Not and the evil. So I like to watch funny shows almost entirely. Mm-hmm. And on reruns. I'm mm-hmm. watching reruns of The Mindy Project right now. <laughs> oh, that's such a good one. She's so really funny. Yeah. And Ike Bernholtz. Oh, I love he's them. so funny. Okay. Yeah. Um, would we ever consider doing an event with all of us as speakers? That's one that I've seen a few times. We talk about that we every year. We yeah. spend time talking yeah. about this. How do you deal with your with our mutual friends feeling left out by our gathering? Mm-hmm. And when do you decide if ever to bring someone new into the group? Mm-hmm. So we talked question. about this, and we were saying that we don't really... We live in different places, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have different friend groups. Um, so we don't necessarily mm-hmm. have like people who we're all equally close to yeah. that it would be weird that we're all in a friend group and that one person mm-hmm. is Yeah, here. I could see it would be harder if you had like a, a group of women, for instance, at your church and then right. all of a sudden four of you paired off or, or something. Or we all had kids be, at the You would have more school. of that dynamic. Like that's right. not really the Which, dynamic that we have. Really. It's not what we have, but I want to say you have permission. Yes, okay. Like if you have good chemistry with four women at your I church agree. and not the rest, I mean, there is the risk that people will find you clicky or whatever and you shouldn't be an asshole about it, but right. like be nurtured and find your group and find mm-hmm. your people. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. you a group starts in one way. That's not necessarily how it finishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this started um, as a larger group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, almost double. Yeah, yeah. Almost double the size yeah, yeah. of this was yeah. the initial friend group and people would remove themselves for, you know, personal reasons and good reasons mm-hmm. and just life stage reasons. Yeah. And we're still friends with mm-hmm. pretty, every single one of them. Right. Pretty much. And, and we don't add anyone new. No. I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. we all feel too protective. It's like, you know, one new person could just, you yeah. know, I don't know. Seven like, years of history and sharing really vulnerable things and then having a new person come in, it would just feel like they would feel left out, I think. Yeah. Right? And honestly, like the way this, this shook, shook out the way it did because the six of us have chemistry. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have all of this in common and we have all of these stories and we have all this other good stuff happening for us, but it really boils down to good chemistry. I and agree. when you find the people that you have good chemistry with mm-hmm. and you, 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 it will really mess, you can really mess it up if yeah. you bring in another element. Mm-hmm. And so but, I mean, just out. to be clear, we, we all have a lot of uh, meaningful relationships in mm-hmm. our lives where we live at home. So it's not as if yeah. we've made our friends and there's no room for anybody new ever. That's really not the right. point. It's just this is one little space in our world that has been forged through a lot of fires and it's really, really treasured, very, very cherished. Um, and so we all have really meaningful relationships we all everywhere have best, else. We all have best friends. Yes. Yeah. 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 There were a lot of questions and I'm sorry yeah. if we didn't get to yeah. yours. Um, it was just, I think at a certain point we kind of run out of time, but, uh, thank you for asking and thank you for being so incredibly engaged and for asking thoughtful and real questions and even bringing some of your own hearts, um, and heartache to us. Bye guys. Bye everybody. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. Continue the self-care conversation with us over at Instagram at, at selfie podcast. And make sure to join our uber-supportive community that we love on Facebook by searching for Selfie Podcast Community. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes. 
but you can catch up with us next week. Special thanks to Shepherd Audio for providing our music. Take care.